Hello friends, welcome to the Toys of the Time Gone By, and to continue my new segment of the fantastic stories, I will read to you today another Masters of the Universe um, story called The Vengeance of Skeletor. So let's begin here, and welcome to Fantastic Stories. The Vengeance of Skeletor. Of all the beings of planet Eternia, none was as evil as Skullface Skeletor. There was no good in him. He stood defiantly on the rim of an active volcano, and using his energy blade, he dared to fight with the lightning that flashed about him. The hatred in his heart was searing as volcanoes belching smoke. I thirst for vengeance, Skeletor shouted, as the sky responded with a loud crash of thunder. Skeletor's mind was tormented by hated images. It is because of He-Man that I have time and time again suffered shameful defeat, he roared. I would have succeeded in my attempt to rule this wretched planet if not for him and his noble companions in battle. As he spoke, Skeletor also thought of Tila, the beautiful warrior goddess, and of armored matted arms, the master of all weapons. At that moment, Skeletor made the only decision that was open to him. If he was going to rule Eternia, he had to destroy his worst enemy. He-Man must die! With the mystic power of his energy blade, Skeletor sent his image to his two most obedient underlings. Soon his ghostly face appeared, appeared in Eternia's densest jungle. Beastman, said the image. I have to work for you. I am coming, master, roared the ape-like brute. The image also appeared in another domain, that of Merman, Skeletor's scaly underling of the sea. What do you command me to do, master? asked Merman, humbly submitting to his master's will. You are to go to Castle Grayskull, answered the scheming Skeletor. It is there that I shall tell you exactly what you must do, and you will do it. I will be there, replied Merman. The three sinister beings met in the shadow of Castle Grayskull, the ancient place of wonders that was built by unknown hands some time before the Great Wars. We are here to serve you grunted Beastman. What you command? We shall do it, 
added Merman. You will seek out He-Man and then... Skeletor almost smiled before he can use one of his super weapons against you. You will destroy him. <laughs> Soon afterwards, a fantastic vehicle sped across the craggy terrain on a cushion of air. Riding the battle ram was He-Man, dressed in a suit that made his already great strength stronger. His thoughts were to Tila, whom he was to meet at a place around the next bend. He-Man could not know that two fiendish beings were waiting for him in ambush. When he heard their screams, it was already too late for him to battle back. With incredible speed and force, Mermaid kicked, boom, kicked. He-Man and the battle ram, then he jumped aside. He-Man recovered quickly, grabbed Merman, and tossed him ward of rock. Then Beastman's weapon blazed. You two never learn, said He-Man, as he sidestepped some of the blasts from Beastman's weapon. However, He-Man's boast was cut short by another burst from Beastman's powerful weapon. <laughs> the sound of battle were heard beyond the ridge. Tila, riding her galloping horse, arrived on the scene to see Beastman regaining his senses. But what concerned her the most was Merman, who had He-Man across his shoulder. He-Man was unconscious, perhaps dead. There is nothing we can do now, Tila said to her steed. But wait, hope that He-Man still lives, she held great fear in her heart. For many miles, Merman carried his burden, and never once did He-Man move. At least, as dawn's light crept over the land, the scaly servant of Skeletor reached his destination. The sea was choppy and angry. I never looked for it, Merman laughed. <laughs> as he tossed He-Man into the cold water, but I've heard there is no bottom in this sea. It would be interesting to learn if it is true. But you will not be the one to tell. If Merman had not run off to report his success to Skeletor, he could have witnessed a miracle taking place below the water. The icy water quickly revived He-Man. But as his eyes opened, he beheld a new terror, a monster of the depths, was swiftly making its way through the water. Hold his breath. He meant fought his way to surface to air. As the terrible things swarm after him. He meant fought for his life, but despite his superhuman strength, he felt his power leaving him. The monster's tentacles wrapped tighter, tighter, 
And Heman's life was being squeezed to the end. Yet as Heman struggled there was another inhabitant of the domain who had vengeance in his blood. It was Stratos, the winged lord. And like Heman and Tila, he fought on the side of good. Hold on for just a few moments longer, shouted Stratos as he dived into the icy water. Followed his weapon's path, the weapon had released a stream of flame. And not only even the sea could put out. He-Man felt the tentacles relax and pull away from his body. Then weak and in need of breath, He-Man sank in the water. But Stratos dived deeper too and pulled He-Man to the surface and airlifted him to the shore. When He-Man regained his breath, he was resting on an island of stone. Those assassins left me for dead. No doubt Skeletor is already laughing over my death. Stratos grinned. Then perhaps it is time for us to show Skeletor just who will enjoy the last laugh. He said as he offered He-Man his warrior's grip. Taylor must be worried. He-Man spoke. If she saw the ambush, she must think I'm dead. Thank the universal powers that you are alive, Tila exclaimed. Tell me what happened. After He-Man explained the events of the night, he changed his suit that generated its own force field. We must go after those evil ones, thou Stratos. If we are to find out who is laughing, Beastman ran off toward Castle Grayskull, said Tila. I am sure Merman went there too. At the castle, Skeletor enjoyed every grisly detail about He-Man's defeat. How sweet is my revenge, he shouted. Nothing can stop my plans of conquest. At least the ones who threaten me is now cold fish food at the bottom of the sea. Cold! Would you care to feel my temperature, Skeletor? Mocked the familiar voice of He-Man. Turning, Skeletor saw the foe he believed to be dead. I don't know how you escaped death, raved Skeletor. But you will not do so again. Slay him and his friends. Now do it! Skeletor's command was firm. Beastman, Skeletor's number one underling, leaped. With the prowess of the great forest ape. However, his dull-witted mind had forgotten He-Man force field. And as Beastman fell with a loud thunk, Merman was making his own attack. Teal was in grave danger. Before Stratos could complete his defense, Merman yelled defiantly, This is where the sea conquers the sky. Merman's weapon shot out of the stream of seawater that instantly cooled to ice. His wings too heavy to keep him in the air, Stratos aimed his body at Merman. If I must fall, I will take you with me, he shouted. He fell fast, hitting the man of the sea with a mighty impact. 
Beastman was still determined to please Skeletor, reviving. He rose with a mean growl. Beat his chest. And raised his weapon towards Stratos. Now you die! He growled. Then the rest of you will die too! Merman did not want to be outdone by Beastman, and he aimed his weapon at He-Man, who jumped aside. However, Merman's icy weapon found a target, and Beastman was caught in a barrage of pellets. <laughs> you fools! After Skeletor saw his two most powerful henchmen fall, he turned to the sea being and shouted, You bumbling fools! You should have blasted Stratos. Now you will feel my fire, both of you. From Skeletor's weapon came a blast that he enveloped Merman's sea body. So intense was the heat that it dried up the moisture in Merman's scaly hide, and the man of the sea felt himself slowly dying. As much as He-Man hated Skeletor, he hated more of the sea. A monster do harm to a slave. Mounted on the battle ram, He-Man collided with Skeletor. <sighs> Disarming him, and Merman lost no time using what strength he had left to turn his own weapon on himself. Bathed in the seawater that would restore his strength, he gloated to himself. You will regret this favor, He-Man. Tia and Stratos watched in disbelief. Minutes passed and finally a battered Skeletor got up to find his henchmen looking at him strangely before you think of rising up against me, you foolish underlings. Consider this, Skeletor shouted. Whatever thoughts the two might have had were soon forgotten as a burst of energy from Skeletor's weapon exploded under their feet. <sighs> master, you are the master! They yelled together. Thank you, Master! Mocked He-Man for giving us such a great idea. Then together, He-Man, Tila, and Stratus trained their weapons on the villains, sending them fleeing like cowards from Castle Grayskull. No doubt they will invent new plots of evil, said the spirit of Castle Grayskull. Appearing Petruna, but you, the master of the universe, will be ready for them. Indeed we shall be, agreed He-Man with fervor. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to another segment of Fantastic Stories. Stay tuned for our next episode.